So I finally get the courage to jump off this balcony. All of a sudden, all the security lights light up. <laughs> I stand up, turn around, look at them too. They look up at me. So I did what anyone would do. Just sprinted. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Single Sounds. I'm your host, Katie Mack, and this is the podcast that hopes to unite single Londoners through personality instead of looks. And tomorrow is the day I will be doing this thing live in front of an audience of about 100 people. I literally can't believe so many of you are coming and have supported the podcast. It's just such a dream come true. And I can't wait to meet those of you who I've only met through my DMs. Like that is wild to me that I'm going to be meeting you guys. So I literally can't wait. And thank you so much for supporting. Again, it's just been so amazing. Everyone who's got tickets, I am eternally grateful. If you're listening to this and thinking, why am I missing out? There probably will be some spare tickets available by the time this is released, even though it is the day before. So if you're hearing this and fancy some last minute spontaneous plans that involve a singles night for tomorrow, now is the time to click the link below this episode in the show notes. Go on. I know you want to. More positive news. This week's character hit a new record for the podcast. I've only been doing these interviews for about a year and a half and no one has made me cry with actual laughter on the show until this guy. He's cruising through life, looking to develop new friendships, maybe a chess partner, but definitely isn't fishing for a plus one to your mate's wedding or to share your platform shoes. Okay, hi, welcome to Single Sounds. Hello. <laughs> nice to have you here. Nice to be here. We're going to do your quick fire round to pique the listener's interest as to okay. why someone would like to date you. So your first question is, who are you sexually attracted to? Women. Easy. Easy. And what are you looking for? So I um I, I was in a relationship for quite a while mm -hmm. and I am now past that. <laughs> <laughs> um in That's the senses, good. And <laughs> I'm glad yeah, yeah, I, yeah. for being on the show. And and so but I feel like during that time maybe it was quite a long relationship, so I feel mm. like maybe I you needed some time. I hesitated maybe on some of the other things of making friends in this time and building relationships. And I came a little bit, of, not a recluse, but like a little bit, the, the, the circle narrowed a little mm. bit. So I'd like to make a lot more friends <laughs> nice. in general, but also then see see what happens with those friends. Like meet more people and see what happens, essentially. Okay, cool. Um, I'm not like hell bent on someone to marry, someone to die with someone to see next tuesday and then never speak to ever again you know what i mean just like yeah yeah if i meet some people i meet some people and if i really vibe with them then great mm -hmm. and if not then hopefully we can be friends and be in the same circles and go from there yeah cool that makes sense i feel yeah. like with a partner you want to be friends anyway and also be integrated with their friends so yeah it, it was it was like a really nice relationship for a long time um didn't work out in the in the long run but I feel like when you're in a relationship, sometimes the circle narrows a little bit because you make less new friends. So I'm actively trying to widen the circle, meet mm -hmm. new people, make a lot of new friends, and then also go from there and... and go on some nice dates. Hopefully meet some people that I, I really connect with, which would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> cool. Any height, age preferences? Uh, no, not really, actually. I'm 
relatively tall. Yeah, you I would are like tall. To say. You can you can flex the height. It's, it's not no, it's not a flex. I've uh, it's a little flex. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's not. I'm I'm a I'm an, a genuine six foot. Yeah, like. I'm a six foot. I'm not trying to say I'm six two. I'd love, I'd love to be six two, but I'm just a Why genuine is that the perfect foot. height? I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like if you say you're six foot, a lot of people take it as they think you're lying. You're five foot nine. Yeah. But or I'm eleven just, or ten. Exactly. You're somewhere in between five foot eight and five foot eleven. Mm. Whereas I just I just am six foot. Age, I would say, um probably like someone around my age, maybe a little bit younger. Maybe like twenty five plus. Okay. Maybe up to like thirty. I'm twenty eight, so like maybe yeah. like that's the range. But like again, it's more about the people that you meet. For me, I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm not. If you're twenty four and you're really cool, I'm not going to be like whoa. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're again, it's if you're flexible. Like 35, flexible boundaries. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Okay, and finally, where would you like to do? So I'm in North London, and that's where I spend most of my time. I also work in oxford cheer okay. oxford cheer <laughs> close enough um it's that's not far yeah it's, it's only like an hour and a half I, i'm there midweek because i have to be in the office for some of the days but then i live in london so mm. split my time between the two and honestly it's it's no bother to me where yeah. it is again it's the same sort of thing if it's someone that i like and get along with then miles isn't that big of a problem yeah cool we're going to move on to the three A's. Acceptance is, will they be accepting of your flaws and your quirks? Now we're going to start with, what is your most controversial opinion? Okay, so no one should ever be allowed a plus one to a wedding. Love this. Keep talking. So, <laughs> if you're having a wedding, yes, which is two people getting married. For those <laughs> Thank who don't you know. for the definition. <laughs> well, it's it's two people who are having a special day together. Yeah, it's their day. Exactly. Pretty and so, key. if you get an invite to a wedding, the priority should be the bride and the groom having a good time mm-hmm. with the people that they know and love. Completely agree. Not you having a good time. Because you don't know anyone. Yeah, it's not your day. Exactly. And so people that are spending a lot of money on a wedding, because there are a lot of money. Yeah. And you've got to spend a lot of money per person mm-hmm. to have a wedding. The per head cost is really high. Crazy. And so you shouldn't be, as as someone who's doing the marrying, <laughs> you shouldn't be forced to pay for people that you don't know. Yeah, I agree. And, so, and, and also, if you're in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. and they know the person, they should get an invite. Yeah. It doesn't but mean it you shouldn't be a plus one nope. ever. I agree. And therefore, you can't be putting on your hinge profile. I need a plus one for a wedding in Italy <laughs> in July because you can just go by yourself. Go by yourself and meet some new people. That's a red flag. Have a massive red flag. That's really interesting. I like that. But also have respect for your friends and don't make them pay hundreds of pounds for. Yeah, you don't need one. Your date of three times to go on a wedding. I also wedding. think like if they're actually that really close friends of yours you probably should know other people going because you'll know their other friends exactly like Like there's only very few occasions where i wouldn't know i actually can't think of one friend that i don't know at least like one of their other friends and even if it's like a a work wedding like something you know from work yeah and you don't know that many people if like even anyone Mm. go and meet 
that person that you care about's friends. Yeah, exactly. You like, will be put on a table probably with other people that exactly. maybe are by themselves. Because it's kind of like if you go to a wedding with a plus one and you just spend all of your time with them, mm. just go on a date. <laughs> yeah. You don't need don't to go... spend their 200 quid yeah, exactly. on your meal or whatever it is. You don't yeah. need a free date at a wedding. <laughs> so my point is, if you're going to a wedding, accept the invite alone. Put a big X in that plus one box. <laughs> RSVP, yes. Yeah. Plus zero. And, and crack on with it and yeah have just time. have a nice time yourself exactly no i honestly i'm having i finally got to the age where my actual friends are getting married exactly and like they've had to make some tough decisions and i think everyone just has to be okay with the decisions okay and what is the nerdiest thing about you okay so this started in lockdown okay i started playing chess mm. during lockdown and I just loved it. I just like, I used to play when I was a kid, fell out of love with it, came back in during lockdown. And now I'm like fully addicted. Really? Yeah. I've played. Got like score, scores on the leaderboards. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm not too bad. I'm like, it's a nerdy thing to brag about, <laughs> but like, I think it's quite cool. I'm top, top Personally. 5% in the world, wow. which like seems. That's high. It sounds better than top 10. Percent. Top five percent. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite high. Decent. It's like quite a lot of people that play. I'm chess. in the top five percent of podcasts, so I'm very okay. proud of that statistic. There we go. So I should be proud as well. Yeah, we're, we're all both, proud. We're both nerds. <laughs> Actually, yours is less nerdy than mine. But yeah, I played. So I played twenty one thousand games, which I looked it up today. Twenty one thousand games of chess since starting in lockdown. So September twenty twenty. Wow. So like two and a half years. That is a lot. So like almost ten thousand games a year. Wow. Which that is a lot. It's too many, I'd say. Yeah. It's like 30 games a day you, yeah, on average. There's <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of games in chess. I'm glad you did that math because I was like, I don't really want to do that math. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's too many, I would say. <laughs> and that's why it's on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For nerd, do you think? Exactly, yeah. yeah. But I enjoy it. It's, it's, a, it's a good little de-stressor. We're moving on to adventure section. So what is your worst dating story? This was four years ago, five years ago, something like that. I was new to the apps at the time. I hadn't, I'd, I hadn't been on a date with anyone. I went on this date. I, I, I matched with this girl and arranged a date with her. I thought in the car we were getting along quite well. But it's always a little bit awkward in a car. Yeah. Because you don't really know each other and you're stuck there. But we got to Yarkovic. We were having a good time. Um, she kept on going on her phone, which for me is a bit of a pet peeve. Mm. But I let it... I didn't do anything about it. I just while you're chatting, she's yeah, just like and she replying. was messaging, people. but yeah. she was like she was showing me things, the the things she was messaging people about oh, the okay. date, and I was like, bit of a red flag, <laughs> bit weird, <laughs> yeah. but okay. But it went on for a couple of hours. We actually, I thought we had quite a good time, and then we were walking to the car, and just as we were getting in the car, I was like, oh, what's your um postcode? Which looking back, actually, I didn't really need to ask because I already picked her up so yeah so i asked i asked her for her postcode and, and i put it in the sat nav and as i was putting it in she was like oh are you trying to get rid of me and like as a joke i was like yeah i can't wait to get rid of you like but i said it in a manner that was Very obviously sarcastic. joking yeah. yeah she switched oh she was like what you're, trying, you're actually trying to get rid of me it's like kicking off at me um <laughs> And I was, I was like, you know, when you don't know if someone's like joking. Yeah. But she was very convincing with a joke if she was joking because she wasn't. 
And so I was like, oh, uh, like, okay, I'll just like drop you home. But it was, it was like 25 minutes in the car. So it was like a, quite a long time. Mm. So we started driving. This was through Oxford and then through the countryside. And we were in Oxford and she was like, just let me out here. Just, just let me get out right now. The country. So I was like, no, we were still in Oxford at this point. So okay. like, there was a bus stop and she was like, I can get the bus from here. So like, she was like, let me out. So I was like, I'm okay if you want to get out, but like, I, I'm happy to drop you home still. Like, I understand. Probably not going to see each other again, but. I can at least give you a lift. Yeah. Exactly. So I was like, I pulled over on the side of the road. She was like, no, drive me home. Like, like genuine as I just said it. She was like, no, drive me home. It's like, okay. Um, so we're driving home. Still, like, just giving me, like, a load of stick the whole time. I was like, this is very different. Like, I understand. A couple of red flags on the date. Mm. Nothing major. Like, we still had a good time. We were chatting. And, and then on the journey home, I was like, I'll try and at least make her laugh to, like, just make it a little bit easier Soften on this drive. Yeah, so, like, I was driving. I was like, oh, I feel like this is like an Uber where we just feel like one of us is really uncomfortable and one is just getting a lift. And then she laughed at that. And then we were, like, chatting again. And it was a little bit, like, fun again. <laughs> And then she switched again and then we got back to her house and <laughs> she like got out of the car. She opened, she closed the door and then she came back and opened the door. I was like, thanks so much for a lovely date. I was like, but, but said it quite sincerely. Mm. I was like, couldn't quite, couldn't quite understand whether it was like really sarcastic, but well done or <laughs> it was sincere. So then she closed, she slammed the door and I was like, she lived on like, a, um, like it was a road and then quite a long path to her house and it was pitch black. So I was like, okay, I'll, well, I'll just walk you to the door at least because mm. it's quite dark. So I got, I like, I literally opened the door, stepped out of the car. And she was like, what are you doing following me? Get back in the car. And I was like, Jesus <sighs> Christ. Okay, fine. So I got in the car and like, you know, when like something just surreal has happened to you, like I need a moment. Yeah. I'm just going to sit here and take in what's happened. Yeah. So I just sat there. I was like, what has just happened? This has been surreal. I get to, my phone rings. I get a text from her. She was like, "What are you doing? Sat outside my house. Leave." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can't, okay. have a, can't get a break. Yeah, so I was like, "Okay, I guess I'll, I'll ponder this on the drive home." So I drive home, like another twenty minutes. I get home, and this is genuinely twenty minutes from when when she uh, texts me that. I got home. I've got six texts from her, being like, "I'm so sorry. I've been such an idiot. I don't know what was wrong with me. You've been really nice." I'd love to go on a second date. And I was like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> this has been the worst experience ever. <laughs> I have not made and like, I, I do not know how to take this whatsoever. And yeah, she, she texts me for like the next two or three days afterwards. Be like, please let's go on a second date. I had such a good time. I was blown away. <laughs> did, did not know how to take it. Did not know what to do. So yeah, that was, that was the most tragic yeah. date. And that the thing was, that was my first date. From the apps, yeah. So you were like, so these I was like, are all terrible. Yeah, that is fair. Exactly. I was, I was in shock. Meet... I was scarred to go on a second <laughs> meet one. bipolar people. <laughs> yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. And what was your funniest dating story? Okay, so the funny, the funniest. I hope this is funny because if it, if if I've said it's the funniest, we'll and, then it's, and then it's also tragic. That'd be horrendous. <laughs> um, no. So when I was at university, in so this was probably like eight years ago, seven years ago. We went on a night out, me and just one friend of mine, one, one housemate. Mm -hmm. But we went to a place where, like, obviously a load of uni people go. So we were in this place and uh, this bar and someone that my friend had kind of been... 
<laughs> chatting to. I know. It's, yeah. Uni was just a funny time. Exactly. It was kind of like just this grey area. Yeah, the, the, the uni grey area, let's call it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, he, he bumped into her and they had, a, they had a small chat. And it was kind of getting on towards the end of the night, not quite, but like 1am, mm. for example. And she's trying to convince him to go back to hers. But because he was with me, he was like, I'm not, like, I'm not leaving my friend behind. And she was like, no, 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 like my, my housemate, she lived with uh, another girl. She's like, my housemate's been out with, like, she's just got home. Like, let's go, let's go back to mine and carry on. And then my friend and I were like, okay, fine. We'll like, yeah, let's go back to yours for a bit. And they live pretty close, like 10 minutes away from the bar. So we go back to her, her place and her house was kind of like, um, it was like a downstairs bedroom, then a stairs up to the kitchen living room and then another bedroom up the top. Okay. So like, we go in. It, this becomes important uh we go up the stairs into the living room and she's like oh like, like i'll get you a drink all this sort of stuff so we get a drink and um she's like oh i guess pretty quiet let me go get my housemate and she goes up to her housemate's room and her housemate's like out cold basically oh. and the housemate had never been out that night mm-hmm. was never out wasn't there was no after party at all basically she'd been like my housemate's out to get us both back because she wanted my friend and she didn't really care. So she was just trying to convince me to come back to their place. Okay. Um, but now that I was there, mm. I was like, well, she's, well, they're, them two are there. So them two can do whatever. So her yeah. bedroom was the one downstairs. In my like kind of slightly tipsy state, I was like, okay, I'll just play the PlayStation and wait until he's <laughs> ready, ready to go home. So I was like in the in the in the living room, just like playing a work. I can't remember what game I was playing. I was just playing something and like just having a beer by myself. And then I was like, this is tragic. I need to go home. Yeah, it was like three in the morning at this point. I was like, I need to go home. I'm not just going to sit here and wait any longer. So I was like, okay, I'll go down. Like I'll go to leave. So I went down the stairs and I was like oh shit the room's there mm. and they were in the room and she had like a, like the story would be a lot more interesting if it was like saloon doors but it was like the bead the bead doors that you get oh. where it's not really a door but yeah, like yeah. it's kind the of string of beads yeah. and then I was like I was like peering around being like can I like walk past this I didn't want to interrupt their moment <laughs> so I didn't want to like scoot past and make it really awkward and go out the front door <laughs> so I kept on like being like oh should I, should I go should I not go so I was like, okay, I'll go back upstairs and I'll wait like another five minutes. They just, they just weren't done. So like <laughs> next to the, next to the living room, they had a balcony. So I was like, no. the only logical thing is I no. jump off the balcony and leave that way. <laughs> so then I was like, like one story feels like a lot when you're on one story. Like if you look up at it, it's not that big, but like yeah. when you're at the top of it, you're like, I might die if I yeah, jump you this. Break your legs. Yeah. yeah. So I was like trying to like, egg myself up to do it to jump off this balcony because i just i like for some reason i like obviously they would have understood if i was leaving they would have been fine with it whatever i was like okay fine i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it so i finally get the courage to jump off this balcony i land safely somehow all of a sudden all the security lights light up for the outside of the for the, for the yeah, back like the patio yeah the whole garden is like fully illuminated i didn't realize she had like floor to ceiling bifold doors in her bedroom oh no curtains drawn whatsoever so like i stand up turn around look at them two <laughs> butt naked the two of them talking of course they're like they look up at me i look at them they look at me 
just like stood there like you were like a fox outside yeah, exactly literally. you know when the lights come on and there's a fox just like staring at you and <laughs> you're both too afraid to move that's exactly what it was like so i did what anyone would do just sprinted run just sprinted <laughs> as far as i could away didn't know where i was running but i was like i know we've seen each other but if i run we can pretend we haven't seen each other yeah so i'm just gonna run and we'll deal with this tomorrow <laughs> So yeah, I um I went home, I sprinted home, it was god knows how far. And then we woke up the following <laughs> morning and he was home somehow. Oh. And we came down to breakfast to get we used to live together and we came down to breakfast and we were like Well, let's never talk about that. <laughs> let's, just, <laughs> let's just pretend that never happened. Never talked about yeah. it again. So we've we I think maybe once or twice we spoken <laughs> about it, but yeah, that was a indirect dating story for me. <laughs> I, I was promised to meet uh, a, a friend nice, of a friend. Nice housemate, yeah. Yeah, and I almost broke my knees <laughs> and got hugely embarrassed. But I enjoyed it. It's, it's made a it's made a good story over it. the years. It's, it was one of those where you look back and you're like, "That's what uh, uni fun. should have been." Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, like stupid stuff like that. Where you're like, yeah. "No one got hurt. We were having a fun time." Yeah. But and it was just silly. We're still talking about like, it ten years later. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't happen. Like it wouldn't. Nowadays, Can you imagine now if that happened. <laughs> be mortified. But again, everyone would just be like, "Why did you jump off the balcony?" I feel like decisions like that at uni were like just acceptable. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I jumped off the balcony. Yeah, I was like, like, "Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. What else would you do? Yeah, that you was the stairs, logical option. <laughs> yeah. So those are my two, my two uh, nice. tragic or fun stories. However you want to look at it. Last question of adventure is: What would your dream life look like? Kind of what I'm doing now. Okay. Kind of. That's good. Yeah. You've got there. No, not quite. Nearly. Nearly. Like <laughs> the genre's right, but we haven't quite perfected the script yet. So I work in motorsports and I really, really love motorsports. Mm. So we were talking about Formula One earlier. I love Formula One and, and just racing and competing in general. So I'd love to just continue that. Yeah. And for me, like it's the everyone, it's uh, what everyone kind of says, which is like do what you love and you're never working and you never work a day in your yeah, life exactly. yeah <laughs> which i which i hate because work is work and you like you do something i always you think there's for. shit elements of every job there is of course there is it's like but you can still do like 90 percent great 10 percent shit yeah it's like rather than like the other way around yeah every, every nothing in life is going to be 100 percent joy yeah there's always going to be some work involved with like stress involved with everything yeah but like, especially it, if you care about it, that's the thing. Exactly. You'll maybe stress about it more. Exactly. So I, I, I love what I do. Um, and I want to continue doing that at the highest level, which is Formula One or any, any really, really high level motorsports to the highest level and win, mm-hmm. compete and win. So I'd love to continue that. It shows me like a massive part of the world, get to travel a lot, yeah, get to compete cool. for a job, which is like, Everyone grows up wanting to be like a footballer or a sports star or whatever. But like <laughs> it's true. the real side of that is you want to be able to compete, right? You want yeah. to be able to perform, like prove that you're a good performer. You can perform at a really high level and like mm. compete and win. And win. Um, yeah. Not so many that, people get to win at exactly. their job. I do yeah. agree with that. So like everything in motorsports is about is about winning. It's about competing. It's about beating the other people. Like it doesn't really matter how good you are. It just matters that you're better than everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. like is everything really. But like in football, it matters how good you are because you need to be better than every Premier League footballer. But yeah. you can race in most sports. You could race like really, really slow go-karts mm. and take the same satisfaction from winning that race as you do from winning a Formula One race. Just yeah, because you still win. Yeah. 
you're competing and you're winning. <laughs> and like, for me, that's the long-term goal. So I, like for me personally, it's to carry on with that and have a, like a, a lifestyle that allows that. On like a personal level, it's the same sort of thing. I would like to live my life in that in that sort of world, something that allows me to do that sort of world. Mm-hmm. Um, but like also just, and... yeah, but, but like having like good personal relationships with people, meeting lots of new people, lots of people from different cultures and yeah, different like ways of life. I really like experiences. Yeah, I really like learning different ways of life. Mm. I find it really interesting when like people do stuff differently to the way that we do it here in the UK. Yeah. And it's like you get to learn that and embrace that. So mm. for me, like a, a life that's rich in people and traveling and cultures and that sort of stuff is is the life yeah. goal, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, we're going to move on to affection section. So this is where your affections lie or don't lie. Okay. And you've chosen don't lie. So okay. <laughs> what is your biggest ick? The pavement breaking wampus stompers. Do you know what that means? No. It was those massive feelers, the shoes that everyone used to wear. Oh. Like the massive platform ones. Yes. Okay. Yeah. If I ever saw anyone wearing those, <laughs> oh my Lord. <laughs> I got the biggest dick of my life. And I, <laughs> Do people still wear them? Well, that's, this is what I mean. Like, I was thinking about this earlier, and I was like, of all the things in my life that are like a proper ick, like things, things people like. People don't do them yeah, that often. Like, people to, like eating with their mouth open, stuff mm. like that. That's like, Standard. it's an ick, but like, yeah. everyone has that. That's just weird. Um, but like, things that are like considered normal that I really don't like, yeah. or, like, really weird me out is those. Those shoes. Those shoes. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on to your bestie rat. Oh, God. I can't even say it. Bestie wreck? Bestie wreck. And you don't know who this is, which I is don't. exciting. You wouldn't tell me. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I could probably spend a solid 30 minutes reading off reasons not to date this man, but I've been told that really wouldn't be of much help. So here's a list of reasons to date this splendid young gentleman, albeit a short, short one. Um, it shouldn't take too long. Um, firstly, he's, he's a very outgoing lad. Uh, he likes to be out and about, eating good food, having a good drink when the opportunity presents itself. Uh, so if you if you're if you're about that and that ticks a box, he could be could be a man. Secondly, he has a pretty cool job. Uh, I'm sure he would have mentioned, but he he's a race engineer, so he's often trackside at more uh, motorsport events around the world, um, jet setting about. So if you like to travel, who knows? He might let you tag along. Thirdly. He's a family man, something a lot of people don't realise. Um, he's often spending quality time with his mum, catching dinner and seeing a show in the West End, or caring for his elderly nan, watching bar- Bargain Hunt at about 100 volume. Uh, his most recent outing with his nan was to a street party for the coronation, um, and yes, the picture will absolutely melt your heart. Next on the list, he, his shoe size is a massive six. He's going to claim that it's not, but I know for sure... He wore size six shoes when we were at university and we lived together. So if sharing shoes happens to be on your list, he could he could be a man. He has built up a really strong character from uh, the many years of disappointment and hurt from supporting Arsenal. Um, let's not mention this season unless a man that cries uh, gets you going, but I'm sure, sure it doesn't. Um, and to round it up, uh, it actually pains me to say it, he's actually a pretty funny lad. Uh, with with some decent chat, uh, 
I actually can't personally think of a single time I've been out with him and not had a good time. It, it is always a pleasure. Uh, so I hope that somewhat paints a positive picture of what it would be like to date him. Oh, one last thing. Um, he has always, always got a story to tell about some sort of ridiculous situation or something ridiculous that has happened to him. Um, and the latest one involves him hurting his tongue. Um, but I'm sure he can tell you about that in person if it comes to it. Oh my God. Of all the people, I was not expecting Jacob. I think someone else helped write it. You've done very well. <laughs> You've done very well. I was not expecting Jacob. That's of all good. people. Surprise. Yeah. Really, really good. Wow. He's been quite nice there, Jacob. He was. He has been quite nice. <laughs> in the feet. The feet thing. I'm an eight. I'm going to make no, that known now. I'm an eight. No, I'm going to show you my shoes right now. I can see your feet. Hey, they look like the same size as mine. White, white makes everything smaller. <laughs> I got white socks on. What size are you? I'm a five. Okay, so look, that's oh, like look. that's three sizes bigger at least. At least three sizes. <laughs> Maybe even four. Yeah, I'm an eight. <laughs> Pushing on a nine, I would say. A US nine. I've never met anyone insecure about their feet size. I, I've got really small hands as well. We'd like to see. I'm going to try. Look, look at my hands. <laughs> are we advertising this? <laughs> the same size so, with your nails they're actually but smaller no. <laughs> but you're so tall I know it's really weird that isn't it that doesn't make sense I know I've got really small hands really small feet <laughs> 8 plus but small I don't know what small. that says about other things but yeah you know what they say <laughs> I love too hard I hate my head it's an inverse relationship <laughs> anyway yeah the rest was good if you can deal with small hands small feet you added Good the hands so no one even yeah, mentioned sorry, the, the hands. hands well we can cut that surely <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah, it's fine it'll be... i'll put it in Look. nah keep... no because otherwise they're gonna go on a date and go wow your hands are small <laughs> <laughs> where have these got these quadruple pines from <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh my god i'm actually crying that's so funny yeah Thanks for that. <laughs> Are you alright? The rest was lovely. The rest was really nice. Yeah, I the liked the bit nice. about your family. Thank you. Yeah, I love, I, I've, I've got a small family, so it means it's quite we're quite integrated. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot cute. of people have a lot, very big families. I've only got like <laughs> so size size six size family. <laughs> I can't wait to try on your trainers. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, they're massive. They didn't look. That they're massive. massive. <laughs> I've got. I didn't really notice though, like, because I noticed the trainers, and so I was like, they're quite nice. They're nice trainers, aren't yeah, they? Well, yeah. I didn't like, actually genuinely like thought like they only make them in kid sizes. <laughs> well, I can wear kid sizes. We're good to go. They go up to five. Yeah, I've, I've, Maybe they go up to six. Squished my Maybe way men's into a they five. do because <laughs> I like them. Do that. They're literally half price. So sometimes I do buy kids trainers. This is what I mean. Okay, so there's, there's 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 a reason why this chat was about is because I was size six for a long time. <laughs> 28 years to be exact but no i was i was size six and then basically my my feet grew but i never got them resized so i always walked size six and they were like really uncomfortable oh, God. so then i finally went and got them sized and then i went to an eight but it was 
it was too little too late at that point. Right, so a lot of your shoes are still sixes. Not anymore. Not anymore. But they were. Not anymore, but they were. But it always really annoyed me because size five was kid sizes. Yeah. And I was like, if only I was just one size smaller. <laughs> just one. <laughs> Save so much money. Yeah. Same level of ridicule. Literally. 50 quid Although, off like, every Trainers, I like, do tend to be a six because you do need that extra toe room. I'm a 12. But you could squeeze in now. for the half price. 12. <laughs> Couple of pairs of socks down the toes. You're good to go. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up. Okay, sorry. Yeah, we're getting. What are we going to do? A one word review of yourself or a short summary as to why someone should date you? Mm. I'll do a one word review. Okay. I would say cruising. Oh, that's a new one. Haven't yeah. heard that one. Have you not? No. Cruising. Just cruising. Just cruising through life. Exactly. Yeah, you got it all figured out. With no, tiny no, feet. That's, it's the opposite of that. <laughs> Shut up with the tiny feet. No, it's the opposite of that. It, the tiny feet prove it. No, leave it in. The tiny feet prove it. You just roll with the punches. You've got tiny feet. You just cruise through life with those tiny feet, don't you? Yeah, it's all like... What are you going to do about it? You're going to get, go down to the doctors and get your feet extended, are you? I don't think so. No, you just run with it. I wonder if that's a surgery. Probably. don't think so. Probably. I've got some small friends that have thought about it. No, but sure, you just add height. You wouldn't add. Well, I'm like, if you can add height, surely you can add feet. length to your feet. You just want flippers for feet. <laughs> it's not very useful. Probably a bit too much. <laughs> Only useful for Size swimming. Six or twice twenty-four. <laughs> it's not quite the Which step I was I looking for. Can't think of any use for extended feet. <laughs> Keep your tiny feet. I will. I'm happy with them. I'm cruising through life with my tiny feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I like it though. That's I like good. it as well. Yeah, cruising. I'm happy with it. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming. Thank on. you for having me. I haven't laughed as much in so it's, long. It's been a lot of fun. I really have enjoyed it. Okay, good. So have I. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks for having me. So, if you want to be cruising through life with this man and his tiny feet, make sure you contact the podcast on Instagram at Single Sounds or via email. I have been getting more requests recently from people who don't have Instagram, and that's completely fine. Hopefully, I'll see you in person tomorrow at the live show. If not, thanks for listening and have a great week. See you back here next Tuesday. <laughs>